fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you're first to know when new episodes are available. Well, my monitor came unplugged just before we went on the show, and I just plugged it in nice. backwards, so we're off to a great start. And I'm like a robot, so we're all good. How you been, Charlie? I'm like a robot. So. <laughs> good. How you been? I'm here. I'm good. Right. Amy and I are starting to get fit starting today, so there's that. Well, I got to tell you, um, you know, I've been doing these monthly challenges. Yeah. And the squat one I just finished up in November, and it came into play big time this week at Legends because my photographer got sick. I had to take the floor. And mm. between you're, when you're between the crowd and the athlete, you have to get down. So I'm in a, I was in a squat position for a good chunk of sat, Friday and Saturday. Oh, yeah. And no problems. No problems, no issues. How's your back feeling? Uh, my back actually feels pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, you know, we're not, we're not the kind of media that's going to run out there and, uh, just take picture after picture after picture. Um, but, uh, so I, I can pace myself with an interview, cut, edit, blah, blah, blah. Just, I've learned, I've learned the tricks of the trade. Um, no, at the games, we have chase to sprint. What's that again? I may chase someone down if there's a sprint at the games, like uh, Mars did that year. Yeah, and hey, you see, you need to come on the road with me and do do some of that. There you go. We have Will Walraven in the in the uh, chat who I met this weekend. He is be relentless. Go check out his stuff on Instagram. It is amazing. Um, Hopefully, we're going to work with him a little bit this week to put out some more footage um, from the competition, but his stuff is sick. Uh, so go check that out. Be relentless on um, Instagram. And thanks for jumping in, Will. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a crazy weekend. Um, oh, I, I want to give a couple. Whoa. Whoa. Surprise guest. Hi, guys. Medicine kick in? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Continue. So I uh, just wanted to give a couple huge shout outs. Holly's in the chat. Um, Holly Dugan, our stats person, she put out so many leaderboards, so many um, event winners, so many things over the weekend. I got so much praise for that from the athletes because it gives them something to share with their family and friends. And, um, and she killed it all weekend long. Every division, every um, event, she put out a leaderboard for it. Scaled, team, RX, nobody was left behind. She did it all, and a huge shout out to her. <laughs> what, uh, what happened with the whole tagging of Instagram? Like you hit a limit? That, that was dumb. Instagram I, does that? I completely agree. Uh, she texted me Saturday, I think, 
and said mm-hmm. they won't let me t- they won't let me tag anymore. And uh, so, yeah. And and I was talking to people like to grow the sport. Like we want to be able to give them stuff to share, right? And so they can share what they're doing. And um, and like I was talking to Jason Grubb, like it'd be cool if event organizers collected Instagram handles as part of the reg- registration, so we could know who to tag, and not like this exploratory thing of trying to figure it out on the fly. Yeah, we Sorry. actually. I think I think we've done that before in Masters Fitness Collective, I, I, or at least maybe in a Green Beret Project. I know one of the ones that I've been a part of. We've attempted to collect that because you can do that in um, Competition Corner. Okay. I yeah. got people register, so yeah, that's a great idea, and it only helps the athletes, right? Yeah, I also want to give a huge shout out to Joe and Bob, uh, the event organizers. So present the entire weekend with for the athletes for the volunteers for the media whoever they were there on the floor the entire weekend um and available to to answer any question that came up so cool to see don't always see that at all events and then my final shout out is to ellie price who was supposed to be my photographer this weekend she got really sick when she flew into phoenix um and she is stephanie price's daughter who does our prodigies podcast um, she just got ill and she, she, she attempted Thursday. Um, it, she looked awful. Uh, we kept her home on Friday. Um, she came back late Saturday to try to get a little bit in. Um, and I'm going to put some more of her pictures up later this week. Um, but I uh, shoot huge shout out for the effort, but she was so sick. So just wanted to get those out of the way. Um, yeah. And then a couple funny stories. Um, I got approached by an athlete. He kind of came at me, started yelling at me, and I was like, what's going on here? And he goes, do you remember me? Do you remember me? And I'm like, uh, you look familiar, but like I've seen a lot of you athletes before. He goes, well, I have a picture of you and me. And I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, you're my judge at MFC, and you know rep me. And he has a picture of the no rep. And the picture was taken by Bobby, who um, was laughing because he was arguing with me. And Bobby was like, he was right, that Scott was right. He was, and it was a deadlift last year. And he was crashing him to the, like, bouncing him. Mm -hmm. And I kept no repping him. And it was, uh, it was freaking hilarious. The picture is funny because you see him with his head turned just yelling at me and I'm just, I've got the no rep out. Do I, do I know this person? Uh, I'm sure you would. I think he won MFC last year, maybe. Okay. So, do your reps right, bro. Right. Well, and then when he finished the story, he goes, he goes, yeah, I got called on that at Wadapalooza too. And I got called <laughs> on that. And, like, okay. Dude. And then we, we had a really fun conversation after that, but it, it was just a funny way to be approached um, by an athlete. Um, I had in and out for the first time in my life. What? And? First time. Yeah, first time ever. I've heard about it. Everybody raves about it. Um, 
it was really dang good. <laughs> like they only have like they have one thing on the menu, like, and they just do it really well. And the funny thing is, I ran into a bunch of the judges at In and Out when I was there, um, and they were all trying it. Um, Dave Hardy was there, and he was like, "I come every time I'm on the West Coast, gotta get my In and Out." So <laughs> that was fun. And then I, typical me, I left my laptop charger at home. So on Friday, Boz lent me his laptop charger because he's the only one that's not an Apple user in all of CrossFit other than me. Um, so he lent me my char his charger to, for me to get at least enough to go like the rest of the day. And then I, I went to Best Buy and got another one. And then um, on the way home, I lost my wallet. I was checking my luggage in. No. Find my wallet. So I'm in the middle of the Phoenix airport. Bag open, clothes on the floor, and find I found my wallet in in the suitcase. But oh my gosh. Typical, typical Scott. I love it. Typical me. Yep. That that's what it's like. At least Travel. Amy wasn't there to scold you. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. What's happening? Correct. The other thing is I had this new fancy camera and I'm like, I get to use it for the first time. Well, apparently it is so good that the cards I have write too oh, slow. Yeah. So I had to get a high speed card to go in it to be able to keep up with the camera. All the trips to Best Buy. Oh, yeah, I was there three times. <laughs> this weekend. And it was Super. not on the way. Yeah, I bet not. Uh, so did you guys get to see any kind of content that you about it or have any I was questions? Away. I was away, so I didn't get to see. I'm still catching up on shows. I, I saw that Jamie won a bunch of events and she won paid two. attention to the headlight, the headlines. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm going to share a picture of the floor. You know, it was really cool, Scott. It was when I was scrolling through social media and I saw one of our posts, I thought it was an actual official Legends post. Like I had to look closely to tell the difference. So that was really cool for me to see. You did a great yeah. job. I, Holly, I agree with that. I talked. Yeah, right. I was like, wait, oh, oh, this is us. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, who's doing that? Oh, hey, I know those guys. Impressive. Yeah, Holly and I talked after the last event, MSC probably, that our stuff, because we overused the yellow, looked a lot like be friendly. And I was like, I don't want to look like that anymore. I want to look like us. And uh, so she went to work on a redesign and sent it to me. And I was like, that's perfect. And I love that it's a real, it's moving. Um, and then when she did the overall leaderboards, adding the ups and downs to the side, did you guys see that? Yeah, when she I was just blown away when she I didn't know that was coming saw that and I was like that is really awesome so you can see if they like climbed or fell um, as you looked at the leaderboard but this is the the event floor so floor um, this is floor one right here the big one it backed right up to a balcony and you could like see over at the top and that's where I got some like really good footage from like the rope climbs and stuff like that um, and then just, this just 10 lanes, here, right? This is 10 lanes. They did put Perfect. 20 on it for the final day. 
because mm-hmm. they were like two back-to-back sprint events okay. and you didn't you could stagger and still fit everybody yeah, and then but back for the here most was, part it was 10 right yes okay. yes very now back here was 20 and it was a very short floor um mm-hmm. and this is floor two and both were running almost until yesterday they were running all weekend both of them what was nice is and i don't know if you can tell in the picture this is a hockey area so there's uh the plastic or glass that goes up and it actually blocked the floor announcing sound from going across to the other floor you know when it's wide open and people Mm -hmm. get confused because they heard the countdown on floor one and they're on floor two that didn't happen here because the hockey glass kind of muted that out. And right outside this wall on the right was the pool. Oh, how nice. So everything was that close. Like you could bing, bang, bang. Yeah. Love that. Um, and it was a full division one, 50 meters wide, 25 yards long swimming pool. Um, and it, it was beautiful gorgeous and they had like um cold tubs out there they had uh they had bodywork people all over the place for the athletes it was really really well run so super fun and this is sort of their um their first look knowing that they are going to be the crossfit games for masters in the future right correct However, this is not going to be the site for the games. Okay. But this is the the event organizers and the branding and all that is going to be this. Exactly. Um, And that's why Boz, Heather Lawrence, Dave uh, were all there to check it out Mm -hmm. this weekend. Um, Boz and Heather were there for two full days. Um, Dave was there for a good chunk of... Saturday, I think it was. So it all blends together. Friday or Saturday. So that probably answers that anti-doping question. Of yeah, I was gonna, I was kind of getting there here. Let's bring it up. It's not technically a CrossFit event yet until next year. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I wasn't paying attention to the comments at all. So I did not see anybody I knew that was banned competing. Lex, if you could if you don't want to name names and just send me the send me the name text it to me just so i know who you're talking about because i didn't i didn't make that correlation oh someone Someone on a team but i guess too i guess too they're gonna have to you know incorporate some kind of drug testing protocols as well just like they would at the games for next year this one wasn't officially this is a a freebie (laughs) get in while you can well and The scale and the teams were not heavily signed up for. 
I know they were like trying to support the community um, with that. So I don't know what happened there that maybe they let someone in. I, again, I'd have to look into it more uh, to, to do that. Um, trying to look through here. What was my favorite part of the weekend? Uh, I think my favorite part of the weekend is always just meeting people. Um, so there was 500 plus athletes there. Um, and just getting to the stories and all of that was really cool. Um, there's that many fit. Old I really people. enjoyed <laughs> There's some really fit old people, really fit old people. I would say my favorite thing of the weekend is I interviewed two 70 plus year old women who them. came who are uh, compete were competing in the scale division and to me that's that's just what it's all about um, they're 70 plus competing in 65 plus and just giving it hell doing the best they can and uh, to me that was that was pretty awesome that's really cool Uh, Corey says, F that, names, names. I want to know. I'd only test positive for peanut butter at this point. <clears throat> I do think that they are a CrossFit event. That's why it's make, That's why I'm perplexed. Yes, they're not the games this year, but I do believe they are a CrossFit licensed event. I don't think there's any. Um, I mean, Green Beret was a CrossFit licensed event too, and there was no, I don't think there's any stipulations about who you can allow to compete. <clears throat> now I could be wrong, I did, but I did receive a copy of the the CrossFit agreement that you know that gets exchanged between event organizers and <clears throat> and CrossFit, but I don't recall that being a piece of it. I mean, it's also, but it'll be easy enough to do. Right? But if I mean, you're, but I do believe if you are banned, it says you are banned from all CrossFit licensed events. Oh, I see. What you're so the agreement with the athlete is you are not allowed to compete. So are they are they testing for TRT in this event? Yeah, I mean they're definitely not I don't testing think they test for anything. It, I don't think yeah. these events have tests. Just like your local comps don't have tests. Just because you're a licensed event doesn't mean you have like an influx of money uh, to be able to do that. Right, but you're right. I guess if you're on the ban list, that should that's shouldn't be a very long list of people. Um, and you should be able to sort of cross check that. Right. But I guess we'll see. I, I don't think that it's um, like, like you said, Kat, I, I don't believe it's in the agreement with the event run, uh, people. It is the agreement because you got banned. Right. I guess enforcement's not. They're not listed on the license and event page. Okay. Scott, Scott's checking his text. I am. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought the person there, Lex, I did not see that person compete. Hmm. But because. Her husband was in a sling, and he's listed as a teammate. And he definitely did not compete. 
Um, I thought they were there representing the Judges Association, the new oh. Judges Association. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> but I will. Hmm. I'll double check on that. And I don't know when that's – you just showed me that, so I'm just being dumb. When the <laughs> band started. So we don't – as soon as you judges. said judges. Oh. Not if they're not competing, only if they're judging. And the ban is not up. So I know who you're talking about now. I never saw her compete. That's why it didn't click into me. Um, and her husband definitely did not compete because he was in a sling and is listed as a teammate. I will go back and double check and see if, in fact, she did compete. And we'll bring that up on a later show. If I can confirm that. Love it. Drama. So, <clears throat> um, anyway, the weekend, I want to go through some pros and cons. And if you guys have any questions, shoot them at me um, and I'll answer whatever I can. And Scott, uh, if, so, I, if I drop abruptly, it's because my real job is calling. My other okay. job, I should I say. Not my real job. My paying job. So, First pro is the state of the art facility. You can see it here. It was gorgeous. Uh, it was easy to get in and out of. It was um, it was very well put together. It looked like a games floor, um, and it was super cool. Um, so many amenities. Um, they had like really nice bathrooms. They had a shake shack that made smoothies and protein shakes and stuff that everybody had access to um everything was right there it was really compact you had, didn't have to walk a mile to get to anything um so that was pretty cool everything was on time the entire weekend and if anything it was actually ahead of schedule um and so the second floor in the back actually was running so efficiently, they got ahead of floor one and would have to take breaks. Uh, and that is very rare to find at a competition to be that on time, uh, which is a huge, I think that is mega for being the games. Um, programming. I thought the programming tests were really good and different. I'm also going to have this in my cons and I'll explain that why, but um, I think it truly tested overall fitness the best it could under the circumstances it was uh, given. Don't be uh, sorry. Um, and then it had a very open feel to everything. The athletes were just hanging out. Um, everybody was just hanging out. If you wanted even like Boz and Dave and when Savannah and Greg came and all the, like everybody was just hanging out, um, which if you've never been to a competition like this, is a really cool thing that you can just walk up to athletes, chat with them. They usually had a long time before their event started or a long time after their event went to just hang out and chill with, with whoever. And it was a, a really cool feel. Uh, the vendors were really awesome. Uh, they gave huge discounts to people um, and they were really supportive of everything that was going on. Um, I talked about Bob and Joe being av available for everything. That was super 
quick and they tried to fix everything as quickly as they could on the fly. If they saw a programming faux pas, they tried to, to fix it in, after the first age group so that the rest weren't affected by whatever was happening. And then the way they took care of their volunteers, top notch. Um, don't know if I've seen anything, even the games take care of their volunteers like this group did. The food they fed, they had breakfast, lunch, and dinner for all volunteers, all vendors, all media to be able to come in uh, and get food and beverage all day long. Um, it was, you know, that's something I struggle with with my nutrition journey on the road. It made it so easy uh, to, to be uh, on track with everything because the food was good. It was healthy. It was abundant. Um, it was fresh. It was amazing. Uh, the pool, it, you can't get a better pool than they had there. I mean, it is a Division One school's official pool that they use for the swim season. So it can't get any better than that. And I think there's so much potential. So behind, so where I'm taking the picture from, if you turn around 180 degrees and go out that back door, there are soccer fields, football practice fields, tons of stuff out the back door that didn't get used at this event, but I think will be used in future events at this location. Because even though this is not where the games are going to be, they are coming back to the same venue for the Legends community event next December. So those were my pros. Now my cons. And the, and the first couple cons are all because of the same thing. They're just way too many divisions, way too many athletes. And so programming, you could not pro program events longer than 15 minutes. If you did, you would be there till two in the morning. <laughs> um, and th that, and even with the shorter events, they were long days. Like they were starting at seven 30, eight o'clock in the morning. They were finishing at nine o'clock at night. And that's, and, and you know, the volunteers probably just went another couple hours after that. Um, it's just, and it's inherent in the, the way that this is organized. And they did their best by having the older divisions go in the morning and be done and then have the younger divisions come in the afternoon and evening. And then, so there was a little bit of like, these athletes are coming in, they're kind of leaving and taking off. And the next batch of athletes are coming in as, as the other ones are leaving. Does that make sense? Am I saying it well enough? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's a great idea. Um, and then, and then I've said this on shows previously that then the, the events become very repetitive for a spectator mm -hmm. because you have 14 divisions in the RX division alone with 40 athletes in the first few age groups like till 50 i think yeah, that's, just that's a like lot of it's a lot of 14, heat. a lot of heats yeah uh the media space it was that black curtain you see in the back right here mm -hmm. it was also the corral for this floor back here hmm. um i think that 
there is a, a belief in the CrossFit world that media is just videographers and photographers and not people trying to have conversations or edit interviews or things like that. And I you have do, to be you have to be very quiet in the media room, Scott. Well, I just needed enough quiet to be able to hear the interview to cut it, edit it, do all those kinds of things. So I actually just commandeered a room upstairs um, and sat in there by myself and edited um, when I wasn't getting and collecting data. Real media yeah. rooms are like libraries. That's just one event and it's stupid. But anyway, um, the other part of media that, that is vital is talking to the athletes. Like we're not just a team that puts out reels and, and what I'm not saying that that stuff is bad. That stuff is needed as well, but we're a different kind of media company. And what we um, want to do is accentuate that beyond. It doesn't help that I take another, like Will was there taking great shots. I don't need to take the same shot. I need to partner with Will and use his shot and then tell a story behind it. <clears throat> And that means like going and talking to Boz and Heather Lawrence and going and talking to Jason Grubb and Ryan Retke and all those people to get the stories behind everything. Um, the, other, the other con was that they didn't have exclusive use to the facility. So where the warm-up area was for the athletes was where the college students can go work out too. Yeah, I was wondering how that how that worked with school in session. So it was a mishmash of, I think there were um, college students that are very intrigued as to what was going on in their facility, um, but it also cut down on the warm up space that the athletes had to be able to get ready for their event. If that if that makes sense, um, and I heard that from a lot of athletes that they just wish they had a little bit more room to warm up for their um, for their specific event. Now, I will tell you, the athlete village area was massive. Like, and so, like, you could stretch band work, do a lot of that kind of stuff in athlete village and have more than enough space. I think it was just when it became too movement specific with a barbell or a heavy object or something, they, they really didn't have that. And then... <clears throat> I don't know what I was saying there. Oh, finish lines. I wish all event organizers would. Okay, so I'm going to start with this. Now I know what I'm ready. So back, he so back here, especially. They had, it was a very tight space that they were working with, which created a lot of chaos on the floor. And very hard to tell the story. I think one of the big misses that a lot of events have are that they don't have a finish line away from the chaos. So there were events on this back floor that finished close to floor one. And there were other events that finished close to the windows. But a lot of the events that finished close to the windows were right where the action was happening. So it's hard. If a person takes a step 
one step to finish. It's hard to tell they finished or are they just getting chalk or are they, or are they taking a rest or whatever? If you had them run away from the chaos back to floor one, it would be a better sight line for the spectator to be able to see who won the event, who came in second, who came in third. And that's, that's where the excitement is with these events, right? If you think back to all the semifinals and games experiences, that race to the finish line is huge. It is. Whatever, why didn't those little, these things get popular? Remember they were like in China or something, one of the... Wadapalooza used them one year. Okay. I mean, that would yeah. solve lots of problems, I would think. I agree. But even even without them, if you just had them run down the floor to finish, yeah. it tells yeah. the audience... Who's finishing story. We had the same complaint at MFC where they just stopped in the middle of the floor. Like when you were, they would never do that at the games. Right. Right. And so I, uh, yeah, that's just one thing, but, but even with that, like overall, one of the best events I've ever been to and the way it was organized. And this is their first year in this, this location. So you've been an event organizer before, Kat. Like year one, your hair's on fire half the weekend, if not more. Mm -hmm. And I thought they adapted and adjusted quickly to all of that. Um, And that, yeah, and to their credit, they have a lot of experience doing it too. You know, this isn't their first rodeo. They work well together. They've only been doing it since 2017, so it's not like. Where, what I what I want to commend them on is their presence. Mm-hmm. The only way you can make fast changes is when you're there and aware of it as soon as it happens. Right. Right? They're not in the back room hidden away. Mm-hmm. They're out there on the floor. They're seeing what's happening. And when they see it, then it's like they get on the horn with each other. How Precisely. are we going to handle this? Let's get to yeah. a war room. Let's figure it out. Let's get back out there and get it fixed. Yeah, true. Makes a big difference. And for that and that alone, I I'm excited for them to take over the games. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I got um. Meanwhile, I got a text while we were chatting. Uh, reliable source: that person did compete. That person that has been banned from CrossFit okay. did compete you know, on a team. Just saying. So, sure. I guess the rules don't apply. <laughs> But again, like like Lex said, get 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 out of jail free card. Last opportunity. And so I ask you, your event organizer, mm-hmm. can part of your event be CrossFit licensed, like the RX division, and then everything else not be licensed? I don't think so. I don't think it works that way. I mean, I know that, you know, the requirements were that like every, all the judges had to pass the judges course. Um, all the athletes had to be registered on CrossFit.com like that. All the participants had to be registered on CrossFit.com. So if you were a banned athlete, I don't think you should be allowed. I mean, then you can't register for the event, right? Because I don't think you can have an active account 
you know. See, I know that that's CrossFit.com if you're banned. It's a requirement going forward for them for the elite RX division. I wasn't, I'm just not sure if the team and scaled had the same requirement. And that's why, that's why I asked the question. Mm-hmm. I still don't think she should be allowed to compete. Well, and especially, yeah. I mean, but, if you're at the level where you, you go to the games and you got popped, you're good enough to be in the non-scale division. Right. Well, it was team I mean, and there, there weren't a lot of them. Mm-hmm. No. We didn't have a lot of teams. So I mean, I if it's think, like a fun division, if there's no prizes and you're just doing it for fun, who cares, right? But if but I'm I'm upset if I'm competing against someone who is maybe banned. Yeah, I like I said at the top, I don't think she should have been allowed to compete. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm becoming the games, the last thing I want to do when that's already a problem in in this division is the speculation. I don't want to associate myself in that manner going into my first ever games. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure at MFC we did that. Like people that had been banned were not allowed to compete at MFC. I think, don't quote me on it because I wouldn't have been the one to make that final decision, but I think so. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, so coming into the event, Bob was on a podcast, one of the event organizers talking about how they, the team and the scaled resulted in a net negative for them this year. Mm-hmm. That they wanted it to be like a community-based event, but the community's not coming out for it. So I, they're reevaluating all that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not, yeah. not to give them any excuse, but... I just, I think they were starving for teams probably and made a rash decision. And and maybe that was like a late roster change too. Maybe someone got hurt and that person filled in because you said that that person was on a different team on the no. registration. I'm, well, okay. Is that what you're saying? So the person is Steph, Stephanie Waugh. I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, she was banned. She was a two-time Masters champion. Mm-hmm. And got banned in twenty. She's not due back till twenty twenty five. So whatever that was, mm-hmm. I know her husband from being a judge in the past. We, Kat and I both know Brian for a long yeah. time. He was he was a member of the team, but he was in a sling all weekend. Like he had rotator cu- rotator cuff surgery and did not compete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. I don't think that. So I was under the assumption because Brian was there as part of the judges association that just right. formed. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, so maybe, maybe Steph they just, well. so yeah, I thought maybe they just went on and maybe they competed, but didn't, it didn't count for anything. You know, sometimes if you get an injury, you're, you can't compete, but if you have a fill in or something, you can still play. Yeah. So what Lex sent me was the team roster that was submitted. Mm-hmm. And it had Brian and her on the team roster. Yeah. And you know, there's no way Brian competed. Correct. Yeah. He couldn't even move. Yeah, So maybe they were like already disqualified and they just, who knows? But again, it'll make a difference next year. 
It will. Uh, any other questions about the event? I'm still kind of like in my, I was telling Charlie my, uh, my flight didn't get in until 1130 last night, but I did take the day off. So I have slept in and kind of done that. Excellent. I, um, I showed up at the gym this morning, uh, to coach my 515 class and there was five gallons of water on the floor from a big rainstorm that we had. That's, I don't know where it's coming from. It's not a leak in the ceiling. It's coming through the garage door up through the rubber floors. I don't know, but luckily my scrubber squeegeed it all up, but, uh, that was fun. Yeah. But I got to work out. So that was cool too. Those Enderton front squats are super fun. Oh, so much fun. You wouldn't know, but, or have you done them yet? Well, I didn't, I did not work out today. Yeah. But did you, and did, but did you do them last week? Cause I'm a week behind. So, What? what? I did not go on Monday. Okay. Well, you'll get there. Don't worry. Um, so Carolyn's asking why hasn't CrossFit Games announced anything on the Masters? Is it a CrossFit licensed event? So it's going to have to be, right? I mean, so I, gonna- I, I have, I have heard from a reliable source that the announcement's coming out this week about location and dates. Bob on. The Herd podcast, Herd Fitness podcast, said last week that their dates are between the games and the end of August. Okay. Um, and why? So you're asking me why the media team? So I need clarification, Carolyn. So about next season or about what just happened? Because there was, there uh, there was no CrossFit media at the event that I could tell. Um, but they did have a good representative of executives there to support what was going on. <clears throat> yeah, and I can tell you that you can be a CrossFit licensed event, and you will not have CrossFit media there, and they will not repost your shit <laughs> necessarily. They're supposed to but they won't all the time. And Holly says that uh, the event was not listed as a licensed event on the CrossFit website. So there you have it. So, but there, they, I did hear that this week, this week we will get an announcement on dates and locations for age group, Wheelwad and a masters. Very cool. And I also talked with Boz. And I told him that I would like to have him on the show. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't want to have him on until the rule book's final. Because mm. I don't want to have a conversation about speculation. I want to have a conversation about facts. And did he, did he say he'd only come on if I was on? Uh, that, that was the stipulation. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Only if Kat's going to be there. That's I'll let, I'll let, you have that one. Okay, thanks. Um, but yeah, he he was I mean, awesome. I, I did get a twenty minute conversation with him and Heather. Cool. Um, cool. and great stuff. So, <laughs> you need to get back to the real world. No, I'm good. Oh, okay. I, I, was, cut you I have big news. I have uh, some news. 
That's oh. some exciting news. I'm uh, getting rid of my Honda Pilot. No way. Yes, it's time. She's she's on her last legs. She has 158,000 miles. I've had her for 10 years. It is time for me to get a vehicle from this decade. <laughs> so on Wednesday, I'm getting a Jeep Cherokee. So you know, she would not get rid of because you two are twins. And <laughs> we, we threatened to push it off of a cliff. Oh my God. Totally. Um, it's yeah, it's starting to like knock and ping and I don't, it's not, it's not garage kept anymore. I mean, it hasn't been for years, but because it's so old now and it doesn't have a remote start and the winter's coming and I just, well, yeah. So I'm getting, it's a 2020, it's not, you know, brand new. It's new to me. 2020 Grand Cherokee black mm. with a remote start. I'm so excited because you guys, I have no bells and whistles on my car. And before this car, I had only leased cars before, so I'd never had them for more than a couple years. So I was always getting like the latest and greatest. Um, and so I get to be a little bit spoiled again and have something that I can actually rely on. So um, yeah, I'm excited. So Corey, Nick, I hate you both. <laughs> She's back, folks. And Nighttime. Jen, uh, yes, congrats to Jamie for the win. Uh, I'm I'm, I reserved holding off on, or I reserved talking about actual event winners and all of that until Thursday when we can talk to Jamie. I'm going to try to get a couple more masters athletes on for the Thursday night show uh, to be able to talk to them about their experience. Today was just about being with my friends and talking about the experience we had over the weekend. So, but yes, congrats to her and all of the amazing athletes uh, that were there. One thing I really want to dig into at some point is we're starting to have another phase of like semifinal athletes that are moving up into the masters. And I'm curious to get their impressions. Is it what they thought it was going to be? Is it harder than they thought? Is it easier than they thought? Because I think there's been a lot of people who started CrossFit late in life who never made a semifinal, but by the time you get to that age group, they're ready. So there were a handful of semifinal athletes that we got to know over the past couple of years that are now aged up into the 35 to 39. And I'm just curious to see what their thoughts are. Yeah, that'll be a good conversation. There was a couple other big fitness things that happened this weekend that I have no clue what happened. <laughs> yeah, there was something in Australia, right? No, Dubai. No. Oh, the Dubai. Oh, that was Dubai. Okay. Dubai. I know Roman and Karen Freova won. Was Annika there? No, she was in Australia. Oh, okay. You're, so you're, a, week, you're a week behind, just like programming. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there. Um, I did, we did tune in a little bit as we were trying to eat dinner in the evening. Mm -hmm. There were more people at legends than there were at Dubai. Okay. Phoenix is uh, a little easier to get to. <laughs> Granted. But you would think the people living there would. 
Come yeah, support I it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's big. It's not like, you know, soccer in Brazil or football in Brazil or whatever you call it. I don't know what that's like. Yeah, I was stunned. I mean, it. I'm talking like I've been like a local comp with more people. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, just so you know, Corey, uh, Arizona, that's a desert as well. <laughs> it also costs like $8,000 to fly there. It was so dry all week. Like my voice is still trying to, to make a comeback. Did it help your sinuses? Was it good or no? <clears throat> it did not. No, it no. made it, it made it worse. Um, plus I think the Airbnb we got was pet friendly. So I wasn't mm -hmm. getting away from the stuff I needed to get away from. <laughs> uh, but it was beautiful. Our Airbnb had um, a, a pool, private pool. Nice. And four of us split it, and we only paid like 300 bucks for the whole week. Oh, nice. That's great. Private pool, four bedrooms. Um, it had a pool table, um, mm -hmm. huge dining room, massive living room, a big kitchen. It was, uh, it was pretty sweet. Probably the best place I've ever stayed. Although Miami was pretty close to a pretty cool. Miami place. Was nice. Yeah. Miami was nice. I still yeah. will never forget the place that we stayed. Was it in, was it for not in Knoxville? That crazy where I slept in the closet with <laughs> you, you and Mike. <laughs> yeah. The hippie place. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we've come a long way. Haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Madison this year with like, I know you didn't get to go with us like bullet holes. Um, mm -hmm. It was like my, my place last year or two yeah. years ago. The scary yeah. place. It was crazy. The only thing good about Madison was the breakfast was okay. Um, but Fair enough. yeah, I did try. Um, <laughs> this is way off the track. So as a celebration for the week, I try, I, I've heard about voodoo donut like my whole life, but again, it's only on the West coast. So mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh. it's, it's in universal too. Cause I had it for the first time. Let's compare notes. Go ahead. Tell me what you so got. I treated Jamie and Jim because so Jamie won Jim Peeper who stayed with us took second. Um, so we, it was a pretty winning Airbnb. Yes. So to celebrate, we went to voodoo donut. I treated get in there. It was late cause it was a late night at the venue. And so they were out of a lot of things. I wanted to try the crunch berry donut. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to, but I, I got the old dirty bastard. Okay. It was Phenomenal. Explain it. So it was um, like Oreo cookies with a chocolate center. And then they put, they drizzled hot fudge and peanut butter over the top of it. Oh, okay. On it. And it was a yeast donut. Mm. It was. So I got the a buttermilk bar and I got the chuckles, which was a, chocolate frosted with like peanut butter and nuts. And I will tell you, I think I'm just a cookie snob because they, they were not 
pleasant. Like I wasn't like, oh my God, this was so worth it. I actually don't think I finished either one of them. And that is not like me <laughs> to not finish a dessert. The chuckles. That, that was my dad's name was Chuck. And those were uh -huh. all of his favorite things. Okay. So that's why, and they were out. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, like I said, I don't think you were missing much, but maybe the yeast donut was different than like the other donut base, but I've decided that I'm no longer wasting my life on waiting in line for donuts. I will do it for cookies and I will do it for ice cream um, and I'll do it for cinnamon buns, but donuts, not for me anymore. I'm not typically okay. a donut person, but I did, I did bring home Julie, the, the voodoo donut. Mm. I should have gotten the mafia one, which was like bananas and chocolate. It was one of the bigger ones, not like a standard size donut, but I opted not to do that. Now I'm regretting that decision, but I won't try them again. There's way too many other fun stuff to try there. I'm not going to mention any names, but someone in our party got the cock and balls. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a mat. I mean, it had to be like that long. Mm-hmm. Because if my stalker was listening, they would comment that that's the one I'd probably get. Yeah. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. And, and I'm I'm kind of with uh, Nick. I think regular donuts are just fine. Putting more on seems excessive. Yeah, they're trying like it's like they're trying to go crumble cookie, but like yes. when yeah. crumble cookie does it, it changes the whole taste of the cookie. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not even a sweets guy. I just wanted, because I'd heard so much about it, I wanted to try it. And it was a fun place to walk into and kind of yeah, see everything cool. that they made. Um, Jim Peeper got the, uh, it's like a strawberry Pop-Tart donut. Did you mm -hmm. see that one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he liked it. Okay. It seems like if you like the jelly filled, you're happy there. Other than that, no. Oh. I love it. Oh, sorry. So, so yeah. Cool. We, and unlike Miami, we actually went out and tried different things. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't eat, we didn't eat a meal out of the hotel, did we? No, except for at the, at the actual Wat, Wadapalooza. Yeah. We got like DoorDash every night because we worked hard. Cause that was the first place I had an acai, acai bowl. Mm-hmm. Super good. And this, and the venue had that place that made the smoothies and stuff. They made acai mm -hmm. bowls. Oh, nice. I was going to say the first acai bowl I ever had was the same time I had my first In-N-Out burger. And that was at in Carson in 2016. I've, I haven't seen you in so long. Carson. <laughs> we didn't, this news broke last week. We didn't really get a chance to talk about it. They announced the site for semifinals. Yeah, and Carson. one of the sites for semifinals is Carson. Like, crazy. Do you think super cool or super lame? Well, I think it means that there's going to be some expanded events at semifinals. Well, I guess That's there have been anyway. Because they're going back to because, the syndicate place. Yeah, but I wonder if there's going to be like multiple, like, is it going to be the soccer field or is it going to be the tennis stadium or is it going to be, or isn't it even at some other place? Like, there's other places in Carson, but I assume they mean it was the old games venue. The, the venue is what was the center? Like the Staples Center, StubHub Center, whatever it's called now. Yeah. 
Okay. I don't yeah. know if you're cutting out just for me or for everybody because I can't hear you. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Um, the venue that they announced in the announcement, when you go to the website, is the tennis stadium and the soccer field. Okay. okay. And it's not, um, It's is it Knoxville for the syndicate or is it somewhere else? It's so are they going to have an indoor and an outdoor thing? It's about. Say that again. So, no outdoor at Knoxville. There is no outdoor. Yeah, I didn't think so. But won't the, aren't the semifinals going to be like the same for everybody? That's okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. Okay. Anyway. I should probably go. Okay. Last thing is, I think it is a good move, though, that they're going back to Loud and Live and the 12 Labors crew to run the events. They do it better than CrossFit does because they can get more manpower. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, that is a pretty, thumbs up. Yeah, they do it really well. They're good, good people, too. Yeah. I mean, they brought on Wilson to help them anyway, so why not just let them do it? Right. Yeah, all those guys, even Taylor, all those folks. Yeah. Okay. And you have a lot of with Dylan and all those folks, yeah. and your favorite media person. Yeah. yeah. All, all my favorites. All right. Well, have okay. a great rest of your work day, everyone. Hey, thank you for hanging out. Uh, we'll have more on the legends the rest of the week. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye, guys. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at c4energy.com. That's c4energy.com. And now back to the interview.